0: Shalom, shalom. Welcome to another episode of God's Little Hummingbird, the podcast where we are reading through the Bible from the beginning to the end, using the original language as a guide. We are reading from the New King James Version Bible, and we, are using, uh, we use the original language as a guide sometimes. So sometimes I will stop and show you words in Hebrew, especially because even though most of you start at the beginning in Bershit or Genesis chapter one, some of you do come in at these random segments of scripture. So, That being said, may Father God, Yahweh Elohim, open our eyes, ears, and hearts to His truth, His truth alone, keep us from any and all deception, and may we only glorify Him with all we do. Okay, let's begin. We are in 1 Kings chapter 9. And it came to pass when Shlomo, that's the Hebrew word for Solomon based on the root word for peace, had finished building the house of Yahweh. Now that word house, bait, is also the word used for temple. So when you see the word temple in scripture, it's often the same word, bait. It's the house of Yahweh. And the king's house and all Solomon's desire, which he wanted to do, Yahweh appeared to Solomon the second time as he had appeared to him at Gibeon. Now, one note again, when you see capital L O R D, all capitals, that's the Hebrew tetragram for the sacred name of God, Yold He Vav He. Some people do pronounce it Yehovah. I believe that's based on the Masoretes, who they had already tried to hide the name of Yahweh so that you would not mispronounce it. Based on first manuscript writings of some of the Samaritans who were scattered just um, north and east of Israel. I use the word Yahweh because they had not been tainted by Judaism in their understanding and were continuing to use the name that they had known when they got scattered. That's why I use that name Yahweh. Some people say Yahweh based on versus the Ashkenazi versus the Sephardic pronunciation, but it appears that it's Yahweh based on what Yahweh has showed me because we see David and historical evidence has shown they've only said David, not Dawid, like for all of our written all the time that we've had the written language. So, and they always say Yehovah, not Yehovah. And so there's so much evidence that it's a Vav sound. Again, little caveat, just to help you understand. Verse three, and Yahweh said to him, I have heard your prayer and your supplication that you have made before me. I have consecrated this house, which you have built to put my name there forever. And my eyes and my heart will be there perpetually. We have no question now, folks, where Yahweh put his name. He says right here. He consecrated, he set aside, he set apart as holy that temple, that house, Bayit, and he put his name there forever. In aerial views of Jerusalem, Laim, if you look around the city from aerial views, you will see yod hevav He inscribed around the rocks, and I'm not joking. It's a beautiful sight. Have we lost the temple right now for our disobedience, according to Daniel and Ezekiel and Lamentations? Absolutely. But there's a third temple coming that Ezekiel prophesies about, where Yahweh will forever put his name that I can't wait for that. Verse four. Now, if you walk before me as your father, David walked in integrity of heart and in uprightness to do according to all that I have commanded you. And if you keep my statutes and my judgments, then I will establish the throne of your kingdom over Israel forever. As I promised David, your father saying, you shall not fail to have a man on the throne of Israel. I want to point out, yeah, keeps that unilateral covenant, even though he says, Hey, if you do this, if you do this. But he says in the book of Jeremiah, um, if you go read Jeremiah 31 through 33, he says, no matter what they do, you cannot break the covenant with those two houses, with the house of David and the house of Levi. And you'll notice that he's going to punish the children and the sons if they disobey, but he will not break his covenant. And he even establishes Yeshua, Jesus, through the lineage of David to guarantee that this does not fail. Verse six, but if you are your sons at all, I'm sorry, but if you or your sons at all turn from following me and do not keep my commandments and my statutes, which I have set before you, but go and serve other gods and worship them, then I will cut off Israel from the land which I have given them. Oh, guess what, folks? That's what's happened. That's why we're in America right now, because we got scattered out of the land. (laughs) And this house, which I have consecrated for my name, I will cast out of my sight. Again, that is what's happened. Yahweh allowed his temple to be spurned because we did not keep his commandments. Israel will be a proverb and a byword among all peoples and as for my house which is exalted everyone who passes by it will be astonished and will hiss and say why has Yahweh done thus to this land and to this house then they will answer because they forsook Yahweh their Elohim who brought their fathers out of the land of Egypt and have embraced other gods and worshiped them and served them therefore Yahweh has brought all this calamity on them now, it happened at the end of 20 years when Solomon had built the two houses, the house of Yahweh and the king's house. Hiram, the king of Tyre, had, suppl- Tyre had supplied Solomon with cedar and cypress and gold as much as he desired. That King Solomon then gave Hiram 20 cities in the land of Galilee. Now, Galilee is up north in Israel. Then Hiram went from Tyre to see the cities which Shlomo had given him, but they did not please him. So he said, what kind of cities are these which you have given me, my brother? And he called them the land of Kabul as it is, as they are called to this day, and it means good for nothing, which, (laughs) that story cracks me up, he's like, what did you do, you gave me like the worst cities, and I don't know if Solomon actually had given him the worst cities, but interesting that he thought they were the worst, and then he's all like insulted, But they didn't break their friendship, just so you know. Then Hiram sent the king 120 talents of gold. And this is the reason for the labor force which King Shlomo raised, to build the house of Yahweh, his own house, the Milo, the wall of Yerushalayim, Hazor, Megiddo, and Gezer. Pharaoh, king of Egypt, had gone up and taken Gezer and burned it with fire, had killed the Canaanites who dwelt in the city, and had given it as a dowry to his daughter, Shlomo's wife. Solomon had taken Pharaoh, king of Egypt's wife. Remember, that was not a good thing. She led him astray, and you will see that soon. And Shlomo built Gezer, Lor Beth Haron. Now, Beth, Beth, when you see B-E-T-H, that is the word Hebrew house. I hate that sometimes they write the, the word house, and sometimes they put the Hebrew word Beth. If they would help you understand that it's the same word. Beth is the same word when you saw it above, when it said house. It's Beth. There's no T-H sound in Hebrew. Beth. House, house, so House Haron, House of Haron, Baalath and Thador in the wilderness in the land of Judah, all the storage cities that Solomon had had, cities for his chariots and cities for his cavalry, and whatever Solomon desired to build in Jerusalem, in Lebanon, in all the land of his dominion. All the people who were left of the Amorites, Hittites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites, who were not of the children of Israel, that is, their descendants who were left in the land after them, whom the children of Israel had not been able to destroy completely, which they were supposed to, but they didn't, and because of their sin, Yahweh let them test them. From these, Shlomo raised forced labor, as it is to this day. But of the children of Israel, Shlomo made no forced labors, because they were men of war and his servants, his officers, his captains, commanders of his chariots, and his cavalry. Others were chiefs of the officials who were over Solomon's work, 550 who ruled over the people who did the work. But Pharaoh's daughter came up from the city of David to her house which Shlomo had built for her. Then he built the Milo, Now three times a year, Solomon offered burnt offerings and peace offerings on the altar which he had built for Yahweh, and he burned incense with them on the altar that was before Yahweh, so he finished the temple. This parallels what we found in in the Torah, that there are three holidays, every male must go to Jerusalem, the Feast of Passover, Feast of Shavuot, which is called Pentecost in the Greek, and the Feast of Tabernacles. Verse 26, King Shlomo also built a fleet of ships at Azion Geber, which is near Elath, on the shore of the Red Sea, in the land of Edom. Then Hiram sent his servants with the fleet, seamen who knew the sea, to work with the servants of Shlomo. And they went to Ophir and acquired 420 talents of gold from there and brought it to King Shlomo. Yahweh established Shlomo's kingdom. Yahweh bless you, have an amazing day, and I'll see you next episode.